Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Champs? My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's up? You feeling zappy today, Rick? No. <laughs> me neither. I'm not zappy at all. I am. I had a realization this week, and you know, like you remember me collapsing on Thursday show last week or whatever it was. Oh, I think Starts so. Yeah, sit show. I just I was trying to make a point, and I my brain just shut off because I was so done with. It's gotten worse. You my not my brain shutting off. That would be yeah. bad. But my fantasy teams, not just this the home league, all of them. That's not good, dude. I don't know what's what's going on Hopefully with, this is with just, your squad. It's just it's just five weeks. It is just five weeks, but that's kind of getting we're getting to a pretty large sample size. Now, now. I will say all my leagues, I'm either two and three or three and two. Okay, so you're not so like horrible. I'm not, like... I'm not like no. I'll never have a team. I've told myself in my life, I'm I, unless my entire team gets hurt and there's no way of fixing it, I will try my hardest to never have a team that gets last place. Unless I'm attempting to tank, which I am in a dynasty league. It's like me with ten man band. <laughs> yes, every year. You will never at be least, like me. At least you have picks. Um, not real. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, so yes, uh, I'm trying to turn it around. I'm trying to figure it out. Something's not right. I I I had a talk with all the guys. I said you got to turn it around before Sunday's game, and then they're all gone. All of them are going to be traded. They they know that. I told them that. So everyone in the room understands. Everyone in the room understands it's about to happen. So it's going to be an interesting week. Should I trade Christian McCaffrey for three valuable assets? Hell yeah. I mean, if you can get three really good ones, yeah. I would I would I would definitely consider uh, Rick, that. Rick, why don't you let everyone know before I uh, I do the intro crap for this show, uh what you offered me last week for Christian McCaffrey. Okay, well <laughs> I he knows. I will admit he knows that it wasn't a good offer. But that's fair. You were begging, you weren't begging me, but you were like all week. You're like, send something for McCaffrey. Hey, bro, bro send something for McCaffrey. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Let's send him a freaking offer. And I sent him like, because you're the McCaffrey it? guy. It was, was it Bateman or Godwin? What receiver did Bateman. I offer you? I offered you Bateman and Brees Hall, which makes it even worse. Bateman and Brees Hall, which is not it? Brees Hall. I like it. I like Brees Hall. Brees Hall and Bateman for Christian McCaffrey. And yeah. like, you know what? I mean, that wasn't. That's not a fleet. That, no, that's a fleece job. It's not a good offer. No, but I'm, I don't know if it's the worst offer like, you got I from feel McCaffrey. Like you you started well, yeah, but you. Can't. That's my RB one. All right, that's not you know that's my RB one right there. Anyway, so that's what I'm dealing with with trades right now. So I'd love to yeah. trade McCaffrey, but. Uh, the, you know, I, it's funny. Five weeks into the season, the injury stench still lingers. He's been fine, healthy, ready to go. Injury stench still lingers. Um, so today on the pod, we're going to do uh, week six waiver wires. Talk about some guys that you can acquire on the waiver wire. It, it, it gets really difficult uh, in fantasy football to make trades sometimes. So if there's guys on the waiver wire. We're going to try to help you out and get you those guys. And then we're going to talk about uh, before that real or fake 
um, I really would like to expedite that process. So today we're going to try to figure out how to do that. We're going to try to figure it out and get you. Should in we see, let's just speed run it. Like just yeah, say real like, fake. Yeah. And like, then don't give a reasoning. Oh, I mean, we can do reasoning. <laughs> it just needs to be like less than 15 seconds. Okay. Anyway. You can try that, like a TikTok. So we're going to, yeah, oh, kind of. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we'll give you those two things. Before we do that, check out our website, fantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms, please leave a review. Share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Click the bell for notifications. Like and comment down below. If you're on TikTok and you follow us on TikTok, stop flaming us for one mistake. It's so annoying. Like you get, you get six out of eight right. Hey man, or seven out of nine right. This, I and think, then, and this then you, week, the two you get wrong, people are like, la- "Oh, there he is, idiot!" Like, okay, hundred percent success rate. Go find a fantasy analyst that that does that, and then come back to me. This week, we I think our starts and sit show on the podcast was pretty good, but my TikTok. Oh yeah, you I mean. picked like all the worst ones, so like. I deserve I, that. I take but last week, I think zero. I went four for four pretty much on my uh, starts. And I it didn't get like TikTok will only give you the views and likes if you suck. So like I I went four for four in starts and sits. Got like all of them had like double digit fantasy points, good weeks. And it had like 200 views. This week it sucks. It gets like 10,000 views. <laughs> I think making more mistakes is better because uh, it gets views. Right. It gets more people being like, look at this idiot. Look at the, yeah, look at this idiot who doesn't know what he's talking about. And then, you know, I mean, there's two ways to go about it. But anyway, um, so let's start with real or fake. Um, and we'll start with the the elephant in the room, right? It's nothing okay. to do with fantasy football. Uh, but Bailey Zappi, starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. Bailey Zappi yeah. and Mac Jones, Rick. Yeah, I'm taking the Zappi meal all day. We're going to ride him to the Super Bowl just like Brady. Yep. Uh, no. No, that's no, Zappy's. Zappy's not real. Zappy's trash. QB twenty three on the week though. Oh, oh, that's a QB two and a twelve you know, person super you know, uh, Okay, uh, you're not looking at the numbers, are you? Um, have you no, at the but okay, don't look at them. Uh, okay. How many? I have more, them pulled up. How many like... more fantasy points did Russell Wilson have uh, over Bailey Zappy this week? Oh my gosh, he didn't do good. He did outscore Bailey Zappi, uh, but I need you to give me a total. He outscored Bailey Zappi, and Zappi was the QB 23. Yeah. It must have only been by like a point or two because Russ Wilson sucked this week. Point one four. Oh, my gosh. So Bailey Zappi almost <laughs> outscored Russell oh. Wilson. How does that feel for you? Uh, we'll get to him in a second. But um, we'll start with the quarterbacks run through. Um, okay. Josh Allen, pretty normal. Uh, fair, 36 fantasy points. Jalen Hurts, same thing. Uh, Geno Smith, again, 24 fantasy points. Seattle looks good. Uh, I'm going to say fake because, um, I don't know, at this point. I think the, 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 if you look at the schedule, schedule gets much more difficult as the season goes along. So um, I don't think Geno stays on this trend. If he does after, like, week eight and he's still doing this, then, sheesh, I, I'm in. Go Seattle. Yeah, but by Let's that point, Seahawks. it's too late, right? I guess, but I'm going to say fake for now. I want to say fake, but, dude, I I, I, <laughs> I had tweeted the highlights, and I think I you watched them. Um, some of the throws that he made was ridiculous. It looked like Patrick Mahomes out there. I, Don't I be baited. can't comprehend 
Don't be baited. Why Geno Smith has been so good gonna, this year? You're going to be baited. I was one of the writers, and he didn't write back. So what do I do now? Do I send him a postcard? Like, what's going on? I, I think he's playing Arizona this week. Ah, I'm going to say fakes. I can't. I can't. It, as tempting as it is, I'm saying fake. Yeah. That's probably. And I spent like 10 minutes talking about Gino. So that's that's probably. Um, it was like the 45 seconds. Uh, okay. But, but anyway, um, yeah, Kirk Cousins, QB4, 23 fantasy points happens from time to time. I had Kirk Cousins on a waiver wire in, the le- in a league. Picked him up, started him this week. Pretty exciting thing. Uh, there you go. Yeah, he's top twelve quarterback in fantasy. He's like he, yeah, he's Mister. Was he QB eleven on the year? That sounds about right. Yeah, sounds about right. Although that's QB eleven, and we're recording this before Monday Night Football, so yeah, he's probably gonna be like QB thirteen. But uh, that's yeah, still no, like that's what Kirk Cousins that's is, what Kirk right? Cousins does. Uh, Kirk um, QB five. Carson Wentz twenty two fantasy points. Fake. I'm not. How does he that. get twenty two fantasy points? I, he sucks. I don't know. I, I like he's. <laughs> He was not good. I mean, Washington's got to throw it a lot, so that's probably it. But um, yeah, that it, is. Like I said, streamable from time to time um, for Carson yep. Wentz, depending on matchup. But outside of that, he's not going to be a QB. He's going to be the worst, like top twelve quarterback I've ever seen. Yeah, true. Um, quarterbacks continually having really, really not great weeks. I used to consider 20 points a good week, but right now the QB six in fantasy football has 19 fantasy points. I think it is it because that we play in a no five point touchdown league now, or is this it. just how it is? Maybe I just never looked at the fantasy points. Uh, sure. Yeah. So Brady had 19. Joe Burrow had 18. Jimmy Garoppolo had 18. That seems pretty standard fair. Um, QB nine, Marcus Mariota, 17. He's been doing that all season. Um, not except QB, last not, week when not, I started him yeah, in the home true. league, and he had not, four points. Not QB nine, but around sixteen or seventeen points a game. Um, Kyler Murray seventeen, still a top ten quarterback in fantasy football. But uh, would you consider that a bust get day? Like I, yeah and no. I mean it's it's underwhelming, but he did play against Philly, so like that's a tough matchup. He's QB four in the year. <laughs> Who Kyler? Yeah, yeah, I mean again, this is before Monday Night Football, so. We have to like take a spot down because Mahomes, I think, is like QB ten right now. Yeah, um, yeah. So even if he, so he's more like QB five on the year, but um, but yeah, that's that's still way better than I would have thought because he's not played that well. Um, Aaron Rodgers sixteen, pretty normal. Lamar Jackson, uh, disappointing week, fifteen fantasy points. You know, you're looking at him possibly being a top three or three to five quarterback every single week only puts up 15 in a matchup where you would think that there would be a high scoring affair. And, you know, I, uh, Joe Burrow is also concerning. He had 18 fantasy points, but I mean, uh, what some of these teams have done to the Baltimore Ravens defense. And they only True. Scored I, as points. someone who has Jamar chase, I was not impressed with the Bengals last night and uh, yeah. Jamar chase and Joe Burrow and everybody. I was kind of disappointed in that, their performance. Um, Jared Goff has been good on this season. He had six points. Uh, I think that's going to happen for Goff, so I'm going to say that's real. Um, I'm going to say that's actually fake. Um, because when everybody comes back, Amonra was on a limited snap percentage. When he comes back, I think James Williams is going to co- or make his debut soon. Yeah, I would expect after the bye, and then Swift comes back and. Everybody, I don't think Goff is great, but I think he could be streamable and um, startable 
for a lot of weeks coming up in this uh, after the bye week. Trevor Lawrence, QB 19, 12 fantasy points. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that is real as well. I think that there's going to be weeks where he's really good, and then there's going to be weeks where he just puts up 12 to 15 fantasy points. He really doesn't provide much of a rushing floor to begin with. So, like, I thought he maybe would provide, like, a Ryan Tannehill rushing floor, but he doesn't even do that. So at this point, he did in college, which is weird, yeah, but in the NFL, know. they has be not scheme. been running it as much. So, I'm um, say yeah, disappointing. Sorry, go ahead. I don't want it to be real, but I say it's real. Yeah, disappointing because um, I have high expectations for Lawrence. I picked him up in the home league. Um, but I mean, if you're going to do this against Houston, like it's kind of it's real. I, it's gross, and he will have some good weeks, but. Um, He's going to be up and down this year. Ross QB 22. Ugh. Droppable? I'm not going to say droppable, but he's no longer like, I can't keep the, def- after the game against the Raiders, he had 27 face points. I was like, okay. You know, and I liked him going in that week. He was one of my like starts at quarterback. I was like, okay, I have some faith. This week against Indy, I didn't hate him. I was like, I think he's getting around, you know, he could get close to 20 face points. Like, I don't think he's having a great week, but a decent week. And then he does what he does on Thursday night. And I think I'm at the point with Russ where I'm officially out on him. This is real. Uh, I don't know if I would drop him, but he's not going to be in my starting lineups in leagues that I can't afford it. He had the straight audacity to say Broncos country, let's ride after um, being a complete catastrophe on Thursday night football. So Right. Um. I'm in a dynasty league. If Russ Super is, quick side note. If Russ is cooking, I don't want nothing to do with that food. I don't either. He's making some gross food. But uh might need some help. Um, I have a really stacked roster. Receivers are Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Right? Like super stacked roster. But my quarterbacks, it's a super flex league, are Zach Wilson, Russell Wilson, and Carson Wentz. So uh, <laughs> I'm at the point now Yikes. that I'm tempted Start the kids. to sit Russell Wilson. Start and the start kids. Carson Wentz and Zach Wilson. Start the kids. Yeah, so gross, but uh, I I put myself in that situation. Yeah, so I think uh, for Russ, I'm gonna start to lean towards real at this point. I don't want it to be because I really want Judy and Cortland Sutton to be like things, but um, I know. hopefully it, it turns around. But for right now, I'm gonna say that is real, and you should bench him and stay away from him in your starting lineup. Um, and the final guy at quarterback. I feel like I could do a whole show on the Rams. I I don't know what to do with Los Angeles anymore. Their running backs suck. Their wide receivers suck besides Cooper Cup. Matthew Stafford sucks. They can't win a football game. Like I the Rams are a disaster. The Super Bowl hangover is real. And I'm gonna say honestly, this, is real. this is real for Matt Stafford. I I am worried about the Rams offense. Yeah. I've I've watched a lot of Rams games this year. Um and my gosh, they the NFC like they are gross. They're not getting the same, um, I guess the same popularities as the Broncos right now in terms of people hating on them. But they should. Uh, their offense is horrible. Their offensive line is definitely bottom five in the league. It is not good whatsoever. And when they have time, Stafford has been okay, but he hasn't been good. Um, the running game sucks. Cam Akers sucks. Um, I don't know what's going on, but it they're they're disappointing. And um, Matt Stafford, same thing. I'm staying away from him from now. Okay, sounds good. Um, let's move to the running back position. We had uh, conjoining at the hip. 
running back ones this week. Austin Eckler, Leonard Fournette. Uh, the old man PPR machines. Yeah, let's go. Bring it on. Breeze Hall. If he keeps Breeze playing Hall. like this, he's going to end up in the hall. Oh. He's elite, man. I, I think this kid's great. You're doing this with the New York Jets. Le'Veon Bell couldn't even do this with the Jets. So, uh, 27 fantasy points. Ah, this is real. Real, 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 real. I think he's going to be an RB1 by the yeah. end of the season. Yeah, real. Uh, although 27, like, it's a lot. But, um, yeah, just, just, he, just don't take the point total. Just take the <laughs> RB. Yeah, he's real. He's real. He's, yeah. I think, um, he's at least a high end RB2. I would say, um, I would hope that he ends up being a low end RB one by the end of the year because he's on my fantasy. But um, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's real though. He's definitely legit. Uh, Henry RB four with twenty seven. Dalvin Cook RB five with twenty six. Nick Chubb had twenty five with. I'm I'm glad the superstar running backs Alvin Kamara again as well twenty three are having great yep. performances. Henry Cook, we should have just put both on our uh, Christian McCaffrey on our buys list um, last week. Tevin Coleman rising from the dead. Uh, and that is such a Kyle Shanahan. This I watched like the first half of this game. It was the most Kyle Shanahan thing ever, where Jeff Wilson was you know getting involved. Who do you think? And then they just brought Tevin Coleman off the practice squad. The announcers were like, "Oh, Tevin Coleman, he's got a great relationship with Kyle Shanahan. He was a uh, only Atlanta Falcons when boom. Shanahan was a part of that squad." And uh, and then boom, Tevin Coleman gets two touchdowns. Yeah, that's gross. It is gross, but it's fake. It's 100% fake. Uh, Damian Pierce, another guy breaking out here with Brees Hall. Uh, 20 fantasy points. Uh, I think I think he could be a top 15, top 12 running back by end of season as well. So I'm going to say this is real. Uh, I'll say it's real too. Um, I'm a little bit concerned. Uh, one of the things I was a little bit concerned was his passing game work. But the last two weeks he has six and five targets. So that's very encouraging. Uh, J- Jeff Wilson Jr., another San Francisco running back, 20 fantasy points, RB11. Um, I-, I think this is probably Tevin Coleman's fake, but I think Jeff Wilson is real from the perspective of until Eliza Mitchell gets back, there really is no one else yeah. um, that they can trust, trust running the ball. So as long as he's healthy, I think they're good with Jeff Wilson. Um, and then Barkley finished as an RB1. Some uh, bust guys that we had uh, this week. I got to run through the list. My God. Um, <laughs> Damien Harris, two fantasy points. Um, he ended up getting hurt in his game. Uh, Brian Robinson comes out after all the hullabaloo and all the excitement, and he looks pretty not great. Yeah, but you know what? I watched some uh, of the stuff in this game, and he just, like, uh, from all the he, hype, I, I don't get it. Like, if he keeps playing, oh, yeah, like, yeah, if he but, keeps playing like this, why is Gibson not getting the ball? Like, what did Gibson the do? Thing is, the thing is, the, the thing I've been saying about Brian Robinson is it's not about Brian Robinson and why I hate Gibson is because they're going to use all three guys. Brian Robinson had the most um, touches and the most carries, but it's literally like they split the backfield three ways. Wow. It's so gross. It is running back by committee. A hundred thousand percent. It was everything that I was worried about. So I don't want anyone in that backfield. Yeah, I agree. I don't want anything either. Um, as far as Damian Harris is concerned, um, that was injury, uh, but he, looks he is what he is. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, are we concerned about Damian Harris? At any I point? would be, but at the same time, it's like he's going to play the Jets and he's going to get three rushing touchdowns. Like you know, it's yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he, uh, and then he's going to have two weeks where he gets like five fantasy points. He's just da- Damian Harris is still Damian Harris to me. 
Cam Akers, running back 50, freaking nine. Ugh, drop him. Fantasy points. Um, drop him, yeah. Um, I will say, though, you know, Daryl Henderson did not have a carry in this game. Interesting. So Akers had all the work and still only had three fantasy points. Oh, God, but so Henderson bad. had a higher snap percentage, so I don't really understand. This is uh, A.J. Dillon, running back 57. I'm yeah, he's been uh, he's, very disappointing. He's been very disappointing from very a lot of perspectives. He was a darling for the the zero running back truthers out there. Um, he's and had, he had a good start. I think he'll end okay. up being okay. Um, at some point, but this week he had six carries against the Giants. Um, Aaron Jones looks like the guy in the backfield. He only had nine points. Um, this week in fantasy football or 10, but he had 13 rushes, 63 yards, three catches, uh, or two catches. So he basically had 15 touches in the game. Um, Aaron Jones is still the guy in that backfield and, and AJ Dillon's not it. Right. It hasn't changed. Um, it hasn't really changed much from last year. So I, I'm going to say this is real for AJ Dillon, um, at least for the time being. Yeah. Real. Um, since week one, he has not scored more than nine fantasy points. After I got braggadocious about JK Dobbins, he finishes as RB 54. <laughs> With four fantasy points, so um, I'm gonna say that that's fake. Um, it was a really gross game Sunday night. So it was, it was, and they used Kenyon Drake more than I thought because of the Justice Hill injury. I thought that they would it would be forcing them to mm-hmm. make Dobbins the workhorse again and give him the full workload, but it, it seemed like they were reluctant to do that. So they just subbed in Kenny Drake and yeah. he did his thing. But Dobbins looked okay when he was out there. He only had eight touches though. Daryl Henderson had no carries. No carries. What the heck did they do to get seven fantasy points for him? Uh, receiving, he had like four catches. Oh, all right. So he, he was out there at least. Um, you have James Robinson, five fantasy points. Uh, Rick and I talked about this before the show. He looks worse and worse by the day, or by the game, I should say. Um, efficiency is dropping into the toilet and um, ETN looks good. ETN does look good. So I'm going to, I'm going to say this is real. ETN should be the guy. This is real for James Robinson. We did trade him in a league for George Kittle and Tom Brady. That was a clutch trade right before kickoff too. Right before kickoff, fill some holes uh, on our roster in a league. And uh, it worked out. Um, Do you think that's real though? I would say six points, five. Points. Ah, I mean, it's it's a low. I don't think he's gonna really suck all year because if he gets touchdowns, it's gonna be decent. But it is real. Um, the expectations of him being like a top twelve running back were yeah, way too high. He's not that. Uh, Penny got hurt and he's done for the year, so we don't really need to discuss his five fantasy points. No. Um, and then outside of that, I don't really see too many more busts. Zeke had seven. Miles James Connor, dude. Miles Sanders had eight. Uh, James Conner continues to suck. Um, are you still in on any one of these guys, Miles Sanders, Zeke, or uh, James um, I would say I'm, I'm in on Miles Sanders. I'm out on Zeke and Conner. Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. I'm out on the old men running backs, but uh, Miles Sanders, I, I don't, I don't hate. Good, James Conner, dude, low. is just by low. James, um, Miles Sanders. Yeah, James Conner is just like he's. I, I we could have told you this was coming. I know, I know. It's not like we did it. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm out on those two guys. And then finally, uh, Antonio Gibson, six point nine fantasy points this week, forty two. Rick and I both are out 
on yep. on I th- on Washington. If if you can find somebody that is in on Antonio Gibson still, oh in my your gosh, league, trade I, I would yeah, trade I would him. trade him in two seconds. Um, unless something happens here where they realize like, hey, we need to get Gibson the ball because he's talented. Um, yeah. So those are your running backs. Let's move to the wide receivers. Um, Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis, I love you. 32 fantasy points. Why so receiver one on the week? One on the week we told you to start him. If you didn't start him because you didn't believe in us, sit down. Now he only had three catches. <laughs> yep. Let's bring it back. Bring back down. Dude, he's, he is the wide receiver 15 in standard leagues some, and the wide receiver 28 in PPR. That's so it's so insane. funny. It's so funny because uh, Sunday I was watching the games and all of a sudden I look over, uh, you know, it's somebody else was watching. You know, we uh, two of us, three of us have Sunday tickets. So I looked over and the, the Bills game was was on another iPad screen as we were watching the Patriots uh-huh. on the uh-huh. big screen. And I look over and I see the Bills. I'm like, oh, starting on the 20 yard line. All right. And then I look over and all of a sudden I'm getting alert on my screen that says the Cape David just scored a touchdown. And they're like, what happened? Well, the huge touchdown catch happened. That's what happened. Yeah. So uh, anyway, Gabe Davis, I-, I do like him as a top twenty-four wide receiver. There are gonna be big weeks. He's very similar to Mike Evans, uh, Mike uh, Williams. We've talked about that before. Yep. And um, so I think he should be between wide receiver fifteen and wide receiver twenty in rest of season rankings uh, because of his upside to do this. Uh, but there's going to be some dry weeks. There's going to be some one, two, three, four point weeks that you're going to have to suffer through if you want to start Gabe Davis. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Uh, I would, I'm still a little lower on Davis. Um, I would say top 25 maybe, but, um, yeah, he's going to have those big weeks for sure. I'm just like the weeks that he sucks, he's going to really suck. (laughs) He's going to get like the one catch for, 15 yeah. yards and that's it but um then he'll get weeks like this where he gets 32 fantasy points and he's the wide receiver one on the week so Justin jefferson finishes the wide receiver two he had 30 fantasy points pretty normal um tyler lockett just puts Ugh. on everyone's dream what is going uh, i don't under i that's normal normal business as usual for seattle yeah it's geno smith has just um walked into seattle and done exactly what russell wilson has done yeah um, it was so funny because I looked at the numbers and I hesitated to say this because it's like, you know, it's different when you're playing a whole season and you're the starting quarterback. Um, I think as the season goes along, people will start figuring out the Seahawks. So I don't think this is going to continue for as long, but I looked at the numbers for Metcalf and Lockett and some of the, the situations when he took over for the four games that Russell Wilson was out last year with the hand injury and the numbers didn't change. And it almost convinced nope. me to get back on Metcalf, but I was like, no, no, I'm not doing it, not allowing stupid fantasy analytics uh, to do and I should have. I should have stuck with it. Um I don't think Lockett is real. I think that he's gonna be a plug and play against easier matchups where it might he might He's a wide game. receiver seven on the season. I know it's, it's all because of the stupid game. Gino dude, it's Geno Smith. He they literally that offense has not lost a beat. It is the exact same. Cooper Geno Cup. Smith has like 12 passing touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Uh, Cooper Cup finishes wide receiver 24. Um, I would guarantee, I'd venture to guess that uh, he had 25 catches in this game, and that's where all the um, points came from. You said wide receiver 24. You meant wide receiver, wide receiver 4. 26 so. points. Uh, um, yeah, no, he had seven catches, 125 yards, touchdown. His touchdown, though, was nasty. Trayvon Diggs was on him, and uh, he cooked him. Yeah. 
Um, that's pretty normal fare though. Dwami Brown. <laughs> this is yeah. I think he had Dwami Brown. I think he had two or three <laughs> catches. Dynasty Darwin. Two, two or three catches two. and two or three targets in the game. So nothing yep. really here. Like he's probably going to be on the waiver wire portion of the show. Um, there's nothing really here to get excited about for Washington. I no. think it's just a breakout. I'm going to say it's it's absolutely that was a great. Um, he was just playing the Jahan Dotson role, but he had one of the touchdowns. He it was a one handed catch. It was like a 50 yard bomb down the sideline. He caught one handed. It was insane. I thought it was Terry McLaurin. I was like, oh, it's Dewami freaking Brown. Yeah. Um, Jacoby Myers had 24. Good to have him back. Good to see him back. Um, I don't, he's a PPR I don't, machine. Yeah, he's a PPR machine. So in PPR leagues, I think he's definitely he should be ranked in the top twenty four to top twenty. I would say, I would say top twenty four to top thirty in fantasy football um, because he can do stuff like this with the PPR, and he did that with a rookie quarterback. Mac Jones gets back. This offense does look a little bit better. So um, I think Jacoby Myers is definitely worth rostering and starting on a week to week basis. He had a hundred. And 11 receiving yards. And Billy Zappi had 188 passing yards. Sheesh. That's actually crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Mike Williams has another big week. Marquise Brown continues to have a lot of success in the absence of DeAndre Hopkins. I really hope Marquise Hollywood Brown continues to have this success even with DeAndre Hopkins on the field because I, I think he's a great wide receiver and I want to see him have success. I don't have him in a single league. It's just... Uh, I'm, I'm the opposite... Guy. Hope he fails. No, I'm, I'm the opposite. I don't have him in a league either, though, so yeah. I'm kind of like. Uh, and I, I thought he would be really good without Hopkins, but I am very cautious to see how it's going to look when DeAndre Hopkins comes back. Yeah, Amari Cooper has another boom week. He's kind of turned into a Mike Williams kind of player himself. Gabe um, Davis. Yep. He's yeah. in that category. Uh, do have- I don't think he's going to do this good this week, though. There are stretches that. of games. I watch the Eagles. They're five and zero. Offense looks great, but. Uh, I watch the Eagles sometimes, and I wonder. There are stretches of games. Like, they started the game against um, – who did they play this week? I can't remember. Arizona. Arizona. They started the game against Arizona this week. Three targets on the first five passes to A.J. Brown. And they weren't even just, like, small little dink passes. They were, like, 10, 15-yard passes down the field. Like, a majority of A.J. Brown's fantasy points came on the first drive. Um, and then after that, it was just, all right, let's feed it to Devonta Smith. The rest of the game. Do you think that's because the Cardinals probably double team started double teaming AJ Brown? Probably. Um, so we'll they see. That's the thing is as teams start game planning for the Eagles, they're going to have to deal with both Smith and AJ Brown. You can't just like try to yep. take away one. So when that starts happening, it's just going to be like shooting all over the field. Smith had a great week. I don't know if he's wide receiver one rest of the season. I think he's definitely a wide receiver two. Um, so I like him. Uh, are you in Devonta Smith or no? Um. Yeah. Oh, he's kind of same thing. Like I, good week, bad week. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, but I am in more in than I was in the off season. Couple really quickly, I want to say a couple of names. Khalil Shakur had um sixteen fantasy yes, points. Sir, we liked him in the off season going to Buffalo. Um, I don't know if this is this continues because McKenzie was out. Um, no. he was a, he was a surprising yeah. scratch. So I don't know. Alec Pierce continues to show poise here and and make plays. Um, he's getting he a looks pretty good. target share. He looks pretty good. Anybody that picked him up is probably happy. He might be on the waiver, waiver wire show as well. Um, so I just wanted to throw those names out there. Some busts this week. Um, you got to go deep into the, the hollows uh, to find some busts. 
Doesn't look like. Well, uh, I know of one off the top of my right, head. Go ahead, you say it. Christian Kirk, uh, who oh, I've been yeah, yeah. Yep. on the Kirk train and has been very good. Two weeks in this a row. year, but yeah, this well, two weeks in a row, but this week was really bad, and he only had three targets. I was very surprised about that. Yeah, one catch, three targets. Um, very disappointing and interesting to see that, and we'll see if it continues. I'm going to say it's fake for now, but if he has. Another bad week. Uh, I'm going to be really, really, for, really disappointed. For Christian Kirk, it's a little bit different for me because I think that you could argue what happened earlier in the season is an anomaly. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that like the everyone, level that he was at, he, yes. was, he was playing very, very well early in the season to a point where, like, he literally, I saw after week two when he had his big game. Uh, the rest of season rankings on fantasy pros had him moved up into like the top 16 at the wide receiver position. And I was like, whoa, whoa, let's hold on a second. We're talking about Jacksonville. We're talking about Trevor Lawrence, who's good and bad well, every other week. And the, the Christian problem Kirk is, has been good. But like, can we slow a roll a little bit? It's only two weeks into the season. And now five weeks into the season, you've seen Christian Kirk have two bad weeks in a row. I'm not saying he's a bad receiver. He's going to get a lot of target share. He's worth rostering. But I think he's between 20 and 30 at best. The thing is like, I, I expect it like you say, cause they're the Jaguars. Well, I expected the Jaguars to be good this year, or at least not necessarily good, but you know, decent average. So, I mean, what I was, what I saw from Kirk in the beginning of the year, I was like, okay. And Trevor Lawrence looked good. The Jaguars look good. Mm -hmm. And Kirk looked good. I had expectations that that wouldn't just go away. You know, Trevor Lawrence is a talented quarterback. But if Lawrence is going to play like this, then Kirk is going to have really bad weeks. Um, mm-hmm. But if you think Trevor Lawrence can bounce back and get like a 25, 30 fantasy point week next week, mm-hmm. then Kirk's going to get 20 fantasy points. So mm-hmm. I, w- I would definitely still have Kirk in my top 30. I mean, I had him there pre-draft. Yeah, I had 20 him to 30 like is 26, fine. 26, 27. Uh, top 16 is I, definitely so not. So like top 16 is a little high. Yeah, but I mean... I. I still, I still do like Christian Kirk, but we'll see. This week is going to be. Allen I Robinson, could jump out off the train. Allen Robinson, wide receiver, twenty six, four point <laughs> four fantasy points. Um, if you're in deeper leagues with deeper benches, like six, seven bench spots in a redraft league, you should keep Allen Robinson. Um, don't drop him just yet. He does probably have some value, um, but if you have short, if you have a short bench. There's other guys you probably can turn to on the waiver wire at this probably point. Dropped. Allen Robinson is, is really bad. He's a wide receiver, um, 75, and I went back because I remember last year he wasn't good either, and he was disappointed. So I looked at his numbers. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks similar to what he's doing now. So this is two straight years yep. of this, and we so. expected, you know, he's the wide receiver two on an elite offense. Matt Stafford's the best quarterback he's ever played with, but the offense says sucked. Stafford hasn't been good, and Robinson. Do because you of think, that, looks the same. Do you think Allen Robinson is not having success because Allen Robinson blows? Or do you think it's because the offense for Los Angeles has not looked good? I will say that it it's not... I think Allen Robinson, I think we might have overrated him as a player, but it's not his fault. Um, it's definitely more on the Rams. It's more on the offense. It's more mm-hmm. on Stafford, the offensive line. Um, but I don't think Allen Robinson is as good of a receiver at this point in his career, at least, um, that I thought he was. But again, it's still not his fault. He, 
he shouldn't be doing this bad. Like no, that's on really the Rams. Shouldn't. He should be he should be a wide receiver too at least. Yeah. So, um, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, seventy-one, five fantasy points. This is fake. They have a backup quarterback. Yeah, uh, he's kind of irrelevant though, though, too, huh? Like the last two weeks. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I'm not, I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, if Tua comes back and he's still having these bad performances, yeah, then it's like what's then going it on? becomes a, uh, a worry. But I think he's a buy low at this point. You can go out and try to yeah. actually snag him. Yeah. Romeo Dobbs has a tough week, but still gets a decent target share. I think the future is higher for him in Green Bay. Um, where's Tyree Kill? Where did he finish on the week? He only had a decent week. I think he had double face points. Oh, okay. All right. I was just trying to make sure I didn't completely miss. This seems like a low-scoring week for wide receivers. Yeah, Tyreek Hill had 13 points. So, I mean... okay. Um. All right. There's the wide receivers. Uh, let's quickly talk about tight ends really fast, and then we got to get to the waiver wire portion of our program. Um. And still, you know, it, sure. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we try to do and make it go faster. It just doesn't go faster. No. Um. Taysom Hill. Oh my god, dude! I was listening to a podcast and I was like, I should pick him up. I should start him in my tight end spot in, in, in a couple of leagues because he's gonna he's gonna have a couple of runs. He's gonna have a couple of situations where he's gonna have success. And uh, they, you know, like he you could start him at tight end. Um, he has this performance because there is no Jameis Winston. So uh, they went with seven different quarterbacks and and a guy who could run it, and he gets a huge run for a touchdown, 34 fantasy points this week, ends up the tight end one. So if you started him, congratulations. I don't think this continues to happen, but if Jameis Winston is out, there does seem to be a world where if they're going to utilize him like a wide receiver quarterback, uh, tight end hybrid with Taysom Hill out, I mean with uh, Jameis Winston out, then I think he's he's definitely worth a start. If Jameis comes back, then Taysom Hill has no real role on the roster. Right, but he, dude, he had nine carries for 122 yards and three touchdowns, or 112 Absurd. yards, um, three three rushing touchdowns, three. And you're playing him at so it's different now. Like in years past, you played him at quarterback. He was listed as a quarterback. It's like it doesn't matter that he has these big weeks. He's still worthless. He's a tight end now, just based off this one week and week one. He's the tight end seven in PPR leagues and, and the tight end two in standard leagues. Um, honestly, he might be worth a roster spot because of the tight end tag. And if Winston's yeah, out I, again. I Yeah, I, I, I only think he's valuable, though, if Winston's out. Right. If Winston is out again, I mean, I'm tempted to, to plug it, especially if you suck at tight end. Like, let's say you're tight ends. You haven't been able to oh, figure yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. If you suck and you got Irv Smith him hell, right now. Day. Get him. Yeah. Pick him up, start him. That's honestly what I would do. Uh, Mark Andrews having a normal week. Dallas Goddard having a normal week. I liked Hayden Hurst this week in his matchup um, against Baltimore. He had a good week. Um, I don't think it's going to continue on a week-to-week basis, but I think it you know it can happen against good matchups. David Njoku continues his really good season. Um, and then you have kind of the bottom of the barrel uh, of the top 12 tight ends. Um, but we can talk about some busts. Um, Trotman move up here. Tight end eight for New Orleans. Eleven fantasy points. Signs <laughs> of life. There it is. Uh lots of tight end scoring fantasy points this week. Holy crap. Uh TJ Hawkinson had one fantasy point. I would not be concerned about that. Uh New England has pretty much made a, a living hell out of the number one player on any team at this point. Um besides yep. unless your name is Tyree Kill. Gerald Everett one fantasy point. 
Uh, Gerald Everett had one fantasy point, disappointing. Fryermuth had three. Um, I don't expect Fryermuth to continue to have bad games, but this is the tight end landscape if you don't have a guy named Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews. Yeah, it really is. Um, I started Bob Tanyan, got me six points. Killed and me you nine. were like, okay. I was like, all right. Uh, any other tight ends you see? Um, I would just say Kittle. I expected him to have a big week, and he was this, doing good. And then they, um, he fumbled, oh. and they started to blow out. And they started to blow out the Panthers. And in the second half, he did not get a target. So he had six targets in the first half, five catches, mm-hmm. and then didn't get a target in the second half. So, um, maybe the Kittle breakout starts next week against the Falcons. Maybe, 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 maybe. Um, but anyway, we got to talk about some. Waiver wire targets. Right, of course. The name of the yeah, show. The name of the show that I put on YouTube. And everyone's like, what the hell did they just talk about for an hour? Um, all right, so uh, quarterbacks. Rick, give us a, a, a number one guy in your list that you want to go target. And I think this is pretty obvious and clear. It's pretty obvious and clear, huh? I mean, let me see you the can, list you can, again. Uh, you can, you yeah, can forgive. Okay. You can forgive. All of your transgressions against this guy by doing this. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on me, huh? Yeah, and if you pick the wrong guy, it'll be totally embarrassing. It's Geno Smith. I don't care what anybody says. It's Geno Smith. He's got Arizona this week. He had 31 fantasy points, 24 fantasy points. He looks like freaking Patrick Mahomes on cocaine out there. Pick him up. He's a QB5. I don't care anymore. Um, Everybody else sucks. So go get Geno Smith. Yeah. Um, Like I said, I I don't know about Seattle. I really am confused. Oh, I I think they could just suck at any moment, but oh like, yeah, yeah. I I think I think that at some point Gino is going to be discovered. Like there's going to be at some point a defensive coordinator will walk in there, make Geno Smith look like a complete clown shoe. Uh he'll throw three picks and then all of a sudden his confidence will be demoralized and he'll go back to being Geno Smith. Um but I think for the time being, like he's been really good. His strength of schedule is not that hard rest of season. Um, and I think that he's a decent play. I mean, you know, you have to look at him. He's a top five quarterback in fantasy football at this point. So like, I mean, not rest of season for me. Definitely not. I think he's probably like 16, but, um, yeah, he has scored. <laughs> I think go, he's straight weeks up, one right? through five. He's a top five quarterback. Definitely. The way up. he's been playing and then the matchup he has this week and you're streaming quarterbacks, you got to highly consider, you know, Smith, um, a couple of other guys. I, I'm not really interested in, in Carson Wentz unless he has a good matchup. Um, he, he's like the worst, best fantasy quarterback I've ever seen. But a guy I would pick up okay. that's on your waiver wires that probably got cut as soon as week two happened um, okay. is Justin Fields. And he improved this week, 15 of 21, 200-plus passing yards. What, do you have a touchdown, passing touchdown? Yep. Um Freaking Mooney made an incredible catch. About the only thing that was, I saw the, the highlight. Yeah, that was a great catch. Um, but Justin Fields had a he had 18 fantasy points this week, so he had a good week. Top 10 in fantasy, I think, um, as we just talked about. But he also had this massive run that I hate when refs 
put their dirty little hands on. Like there's some runs that break off and it's clear it's because of holding. Right. This was not one of those I runs. I am so with you. The plays it that so are created by a penalty, fine. But the ones that are like already just happened. Let it go. And then there's like go. a guy who Pick shoves somebody. Flag, let it go. Right. It's so bad. Just let it go. So anyway, um, Justin Fields has this big run. I think it was like 60 yards and um, tried to score a touchdown. Uh, and he did. Juked out three defenders. Like he looked really good. Go check out my Twitter account if you want to see that video and just gawk at Justin Fields. Um, but he scores his touchdown. It, it would have like crushed his fantasy day. He would have had like 30 fantasy points. And yep. I think what we're seeing is not necessarily that I see that as a as a like a hinge to him having more fantasy football success, but I see it as a this team watches that and goes, all right, there's something we can play with with Justin Fields. And if they're smart as a coaching staff, then they will look at Justin Fields and be like, we need to start getting him the ball in this way more um, and, and encouraging him to run a little bit more. And that's where we saw the floor for Justin Fields being high. If that's the case, he can be a really good fantasy quarterback. I don't know that I'm going to start him um, yet, but I would roster him, see where things go with Justin Fields and ride him out. Yeah, it's fair. Um, it's a he's still difficult. not at the point of playing him yet, though. No, no, definitely not. Um, all right. You ready to move on? Yep. Running backs. Give us a running back that you really like this week. There's a clear one that you probably Yeah, there's a clear back. number one. Um, all of the waiver budget. I don't budget. think it's... I'm gonna, when you're going to say the name, all of your waiver budget, whatever you have left on this player right now. Yeah, if they, if he's available in your league, you got to do that. It's Kenneth Walker. Um, with Penny, the injury, I think we... Did we briefly mention Penny's injury out for the yeah. year? Yeah, briefly. Um, which sucks because like, there's a lot of people kind of victory lapping it and like i one of the reasons i didn't draft penny was um because of the injuries but i don't really think it was like his fault it was kind of like yeah. a fluke and he's always been so hurt and we love the player so it, it does suck um but here we go with kenneth walker it, it feels like this is now his backfield his team and the way the seahawks have been playing they haven't they're two and three so they're not like an elite team but their offense has been one of the best offenses in the league, which has surprised me a lot. So mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker hops into one of the best offenses in the league and potentially a full workhorse um, role. Uh, you're going to get rest of the season. I've seen people on Twitter saying that they're ranking him anywhere from like RB um, 17 to 12, like in that range. I've seen multiple people tweet that. Um, so you're getting... Uh, a mid to high end RB two on the waiver wire rest of season. Um, so again, if he's available in your leagues, go out and um, pick him up. And honestly, he could even be a trade target. If yeah. somebody is like, yeah, Penny's out and Kenneth Walker's the guy, but I don't really, you know, expect him to do much. I mean, I would, I'd be willing to send um, a decent player to go get Kenneth Walker. So mm-hmm. he's definitely a great buy right now. Yeah. I, if he's on your waiver wire, which he is in sixty fifty five percent of leagues, um, I would do- everything, everything, all the waiver buds you have left, you have to get this guy. Like it's not even a question. If even if you have a plethora of depth at running back, you need to get this guy. Like it's not even close. Um, yep, dump it all. You don't get opportunities yeah. like this 
ever. <laughs> this is like the um, uh, I'm trying to think of examples, but every year there's somebody. Yeah, the on the waiver wire. That's it. This is it. Kenneth Walker. You found yep. him. We tell you that. This is it. Yep. This is it. Um, Brian Robinson didn't look great. I'm not in love with Brian Robinson as a waiver wire target. Like, uh, do I think he should be rostered in case there's a breakout? Yes. Um, but yep. I'm not done. He is also player. like getting the most um touches. I think yeah. in the backfield, but it's still gross. Yeah, it's, it's very good. Um, Rashad White continues to be out there. Um, I don't know what it looked like for Rashad White this week. Probably not great, uh, but I would still he, try to roster uh, he, he didn't. Um, he didn't do anything crazy, but uh, he had. He continues to have an expanded role. Um, it was a sixty forty split. He didn't do really anything on the ground, but he did have three catches for twenty eight yards. Um, the last two weeks now. It has been 60-40. So it's no longer Fournette getting all the work, although he got all the touchdowns this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, White, it's interesting to see that he's starting to creep up with that snap percentage and where that's going to um, go, especially yeah. this week against Pittsburgh. Um, another guy I wanted to reference really quickly. I don't I don't necessarily want to pick him up because I think Jonathan Taylor will be back soon. But Deion Jackson had a good game in his absence, so – that could be a handcuffed target if you're looking for one. Yep. Um, but after having a good game, there might be some people on the waiver wire who start to try to put some waiver budget on um, Deion Jackson. Uh, and I, I don't have any interest in that. I would, you know, if you, if you have roster space and you want to claim him in case Jonathan Taylor is out this week, I would put $0 on him and hope that it clears. Um, but outside of that, I don't, I don't really see any value in him. Yeah, not really. Um, I'll give you quickly. Uh, what do you think of um, Mike Boone? He had like twelve finish points this week, but eh. he is the pass catcher. But he doesn't really get much yeah, in the I ground. I don't. I, I think I'll they, also say. Oh, go ahead. Answer. I said I think they uh, are trying to find a second guy, but I don't think Mike Boone is it. Fair, and then Tyler Algier. He had. Um, he didn't have a ton of fantasy points, but he did have the most work mm-hmm. uh, for the Falcons. Are you in on him with Patterson out? Um, I'm in on him with Patterson out, but I don't know what the ceiling or the upside looks like, um, considering that uh, the offense just is abysmal. And there's really yeah, it also depends on like if they have a good matchup. I think it, it he he could be decent, but when they Play like the Bucks this week, and then next week they got the 49ers. It's like <laughs> there's no point. Yeah, right. Uh, any more running backs? Uh, no, I think that's it. Okay, uh, let's move to the wide receivers. Um, another guy that I would dump all your waiver budget on is Jacoby Myers. Um, oh, I I just stole it. I stole your thunder, Rick. No, that's okay. I don't think he's even available in most leagues. So yeah, he you probably can do... isn't available in most leagues. Um, he is not. Uh, he's not available in our home league because there's one guy that just keeps adding him, adding him, adding him every single freaking. I'm, I don't understand. I literally avoid the Patriots for fantasy football most of the time because they suck. Usually that's a good thing, but yeah, I mean they don't suck. They just that you know. Uh, some weeks it it's Ramondre, some weeks it's Damian Harris, some weeks Nelson Aguilar catches 100 yards, some weeks Devontae Parker catches 100 yards, some weeks, uh, you know, Hunter Henry catches a touchdown and has fantasy relevance, and then some weeks he just doesn't show up for the plane ride. So, right. uh, you know, New England's just not, as an offense, they're good. As an offense that you should target in fantasy, not not very good. So, But Myers is one guy 
that I do really like because of the PPR upside. He reminds me of Julian Edelman back in the day for fantasy football where he just got hyper-targeted in the middle of the field and you know put together seven, eight, nine catch performances almost on a weekly basis. So I think he's the lone fantasy. Well, I mean, obviously Stevenson and Harris have value for the Patriots, but um, Myers is the lone wide receiver fantasy asset that you can trust in uh, for the New England Patriots. And I, I would put a lot of waiver budget on, but he's owned in 56% of leagues. So if you're looking at 44% of leagues, uh, yeah, it's going to be going to be tough for you to get him. Yeah. I'll, I'll say somebody who's probably is available in your league. He's available in most leagues. That's Alex Pierce. Um, recognize the Colts. I think Let's we go Alec. Yeah. He, um, is it Alec or Alex? It's Alec. A- it's L-A-C. spelled Alec, but I know people that have their names spelled like that and they say Alex. So yeah, it's Alec. Okay. We'll call him Alec then Alec. He, um, you know, rookie receiver didn't do much in his first game was injured in week two, but since then nine face points, 12 face points and 16 face points. And each week he's gotten more targets and a higher snap percentage. Um, mm-hmm. looks like he built really good connection with Matt Ryan. Um, should absolutely be rostered in fantasy leagues. I don't know. You know, I wouldn't say he's startable yet. Let's see a couple more good weeks from him, or at least one more good week. He does have Jacksonville this week, so um, it will be interesting to see. He's got a relatively easy schedule other than the Patriots game, um, but the next, like, four of the next five games are relatively um, easy matchups, nothing too crazy, again, other than that Patriots game. So, yeah. um It'll be interesting to see maybe a rookie breakout here with uh, Alec mm. Pierce. Um, a couple other guys I like. Uh, Gallup had his first Sunday uh, this week back, I believe. Uh, let me just pull up the numbers here. I think he played last week, right? Did he play last week? But Gallup he was has just been, limited. Gallup has been back, and he has been limited. He had three targets uh, in week four, five targets in week five. So he's been getting about 60% of the opportunity. Um, or not opportunity, but 60% of the snaps. So I, w- I wouldn't mind getting uh, Michael Gallup on your team if he's available. Um, I do like Zay Jones and Isaiah McKenzie. I think those two guys are are McKenzie missed this week, but he's their clear slot receiver you saw in his yep. absence. Um, Khalil Shakur have a good game. So I think McKenzie has a role here for the Buffalo Bills, and I think Zay Jones also had a tough week, but he was able to put together um, an eight-target performance. So yep. He's been getting targeted. He's a guy that you should roster. Um, other notables, Jameson Williams coming back from, uh, you know. Yeah, I was going to say he would be my uh, guy that I would definitely be targeting if he's available in my league, Jameson Williams. So, all right, let's talk about some tight ends quickly. Just one for you, sure. one for me, and then we'll finish the show. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to say it, Taysom Hill. Screw it. Look at that! Look at this tight yeah. end list. Can any of them score thirty fantasy points in a week? Uh, no, but I don't. Can think any of them even score twenty? <laughs> I don't think any of these guys could score twenty. I'm just gonna go bigger, go home. Taysom Hill, even though um, he might, you know, never score a fantasy point again the rest of the season. But <laughs> if you're streaming tight ends, that's kind of kind of the choice you're at, right? Mm-hmm. It's either get someone who sucks and gets you, like, for example, if you're gonna stream a tight end. The odds of him getting like five face points are high. So why not just swing for the fences? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So right. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill's good. Um, I like Kevin Ingram. Okay, I hate buying in on these Jacksonville weapons. But uh he had thirteen points this he week. He has right? yeah, he had thirteen points this week. He's been good. He's been decent so far to start the season. Yeah, so. And targets. 
getting targets and, and moving the ball. Like it. Uh, but I'll take him. I would not put any waiver budget on it, though. No. Um, all right. There you go. Long show. Long, long show. It's our longest show of the week. Hopefully, you made it through alive. Um, you know when to just, just skip to the last 20 minutes of the episode if you want the waiver wire, I guess. Um, but anyway, tomorrow we got Thursday night preview. Really boring game. We'll get it to you then. See you later, guys. See you. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.